0: convincing proof. Now then, I want to talk about the prologue, I want to talk about prophecy, I want to talk about the promise, and I want to talk about the people. All right, let's talk about it first of all. The rest of the story, part one, a series of convincing proofs, the prologue. Let's talk about the prologue. What is the prologue? The prologue is simply an introduction explaining what is going on, what is going to be taught, what is being said in that book, what is being said in that article. The prologue, in this case, is the connecting link between the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and the book of Acts, which is the history of the church. He, in one verse, connected them, and this is Luke. Luke is the author of the Gospel of Acts. He's the author of the Gospel of Luke, Luke was not one of the twelve, Luke was a physician, a scientist if you please. He was a doctor, a physician, and he traveled with the Apostle Paul, a very intelligent man, most likely a Greek, perhaps a convert to Judaism, but of Greek origin most likely. And it shows in his writings. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, what does O Theophilus mean? What does Theophilus mean, anybody? A friend of God, friend of God is good. You can go even farther than that, lover of God. A lover of God. Oh, lover of God. Oh, this could be to me. I love God, don't you? He's writing to me. Oh, lover of God. Oh, Jim. Oh, Adam. Oh, Jackie. Tim. Oh, lovers of God. Oh, man. He pulls us in there. Oh, lover of God. Yeah, that's me. I want to hear what this man's got to say because I love God why did he offer proof that he was alive why did he offer proof that he was alive? I'll tell you why. Because Paul said it very clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. He said it this way. He said, My preaching was in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith should not rest or should not stand in the words of man's wisdom but in the power of God. Why did Jesus show himself alive? So that your faith and my faith would not simply stand in the words of those apostles but in the power of God. He wanted a demonstration of supernatural power he brought it, he showed it to them, and he said, now you go out there and do it. When you preach, he said, you don't just go out there and talk. Some preachers listening to this message, I'm saying to you this morning, when you preach, preach. Don't just get up there and give a bunch of self-help platitudes, uh, do this, uh, five steps to financial prosperity, three steps to a a closer walk with your wife. Get up there and preach the word of God and preach it under an anointing. If you ain't excited about it, how do you expect the people that are listening to you to ever get excited about it? If they're sleeping on you, you need to get some fire in you and you need to wake up and you need to wake them up. Amen. We got too many sleeping preachers in the pulpit. They're more concerned with their little outline than they are with the power of God. If the power of God is not moving in what you're preaching, get a new sermon. Get a new fire. Get a hold of God. If it don't burn in you, it's not going to burn in them. And when you worship, I'm talking to preachers now, not in this church, but out there. You know, them preachers out there, they're listening to this on the podcast. Wherever. And there's a lot of preachers that listen to it. I'm speaking to you this morning. Be the example to the flock. Fan the flame, stir up the fire that is in you that God gave you in the Holy Spirit when he called you to preach. If that's not in there, then forget about preaching and be a good church member. Nothing wrong with that. But the man that gets in the pulpit better have some fire. Say amen, church. He better have some fire. He better be excited about what he's preaching. better know what he's preaching. And these preachers that are getting in pulpits that are empty-headed, they've grabbed the Scripture and ran to the pulpit to preach it. They need to sit down. Preparation is essential. It's important that you get in the Word and you be in the Word. And when you get in that pulpit, you've got a concept. You know what you're doing. You know where you're going. God showed you. He's given you the message and He's given you the fire takes me hours and hours and hours to prepare these messages. I don't go online and pull off a message. I don't spend five minutes on Sunday night throwing something together. I was up till 1.30 a.m. this morning preparing this message. I'll stay up all night if I have to because I won't serve you leftovers. I won't serve you up something that's warmed over. I won't serve you up something that don't beat with fire, that don't move with fire, that don't excite me. I'm not going to bring it to you.